Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Listen to it fizz. Alka-Seltzer for headache. Alka-Seltzer for acid indigestion. Alka-Seltzer for cold discomfort. There's the bell that calls this classroom of the air to order, friends. And today we welcome five quiz kids from five different cities to our big network program. Let's give these youngsters a good old Chicago welcome. And here they are, today's quiz kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hello, everyone. Yes, smiling across their desks at me are five brand-new quiz kids this afternoon. Brand-new to this classroom, that is, but veterans in their own right. For these youngsters are winners of quiz kids programs now being broadcast on local NBC stations in many cities throughout the country. The cities and stations represented by these children will have reason to be proud, I know. And you folks listening in are going to enjoy meeting these bright, eager youngsters. So, here we go with roll call. In Williamsport, Pennsylvania... Lundy's Paint and Wallpaper Store sponsors the local Quiz Kids program over station W-R-A-K. And representing the sponsor and the station, we have Alan. I'm Alan Kitchen, age 11, grade 6, J. George Beck School. The local Quiz Kids sponsor in Flint, Michigan, over station W-T-A-C, is the Merchants and Mechanics Bank. And here to represent his sponsor and station is Clifford. I'm Clifford Hart. I'm 13 years old in the 8th grade at Longfellow Junior High School in Flint. Jack's Cookie Company is the sponsor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the station, WJBO, and the quiz kid, George. I'm George Cohen Hargett, Jr. I'm 12 years old in the 7th grade at Baton Rouge Junior High School. The First National Bank and station WTRC of Elkhart, Indiana, send us our next quiz kid. He is Ross. I'm Ross Paul. I'm 13 years old. I'm in the 8th grade at Central Junior High School. And from Denver, Colorado, station KOA, we have Paul. I'm Paul Hannon. I'm 13 years old, and I'm in 8B at Aaron Gove Junior High. All right, kids, now we're ready to settle down to business. This first question today should help us all get better acquainted, and I think it ought to be a lot of fun, too. Mrs. Shirley Thomas of Chicago, Illinois, says that all of you children from out of town have had a chance to see Chicago, and now she wants 
you to tell us about your cities. So I'll tell you what I thought we could do. I'll begin with Paul and go down the line and give each of you 15 seconds in which to name just as many things in your city as you can. And then when your time is up, our chief bell ringer, John Llewellyn, will ring the bell, and I'll go on to the next contestant. And for every single item you mention, I will drop a big yank candy bar in this basket, and of course, you get the candy bars, see? Oh, boy. All right, are you all set, ready to begin, Paul? Right, get ready now. One, two, three, go. It's got a beautiful climate. It's the queen city of the plains. It's got a beautiful airport, beautiful Union Station. It's a wonderful city to live in. It's a residential district, most all over. It has 500,000 people in it. It's the capital of Colorado. Well, hooray, that's all right, bye. Well, <laughs> Paul will receive eight candy bars, eight big yank candy bars. Now then, let's get set for the next round here. All right, Clifford, get ready. One, two, three, go. Well, we have a very nice junior high school law fellow, Merchants and Mechanics Bank. We're having California's weather right now. They're having ours. <laughs> uh, Keep it going. We got Tim. some nice shoe stores, buses. Yeah. No streetcars though. <laughs> And we have a nice train station. Oh, time's up, time's up. Well, let's see now. Eight candy bars, eight big yank candy bars for Clifford. Well, that's fine. And here we go now with little Alan next. All right, get set, Alan. One, two, three, go. We have the biggest paper novelty company in the world. We once uh, carried the United States for lumbering. Uh, we have uh, fabric factories. We have... Uh, we have big railroads, hotels. All right, time's up, time's up. Now, let's see. Five big yank candy bars for Alan. And next is George. Get set. One, two, three, go. Well, Jack's vanilla wafers, um, Coblin's Jillis. Uh, we have the state capital, 110,000. Uh, residential district and buses and taxes. And uh, we don't, uh, let's see. It, we have old state capital and... All right, time's up, George. Now, let's see. Seven big yank candy bars for George. And last is Ross. Get set, Ross. One, two, three, go. We have Miles Laboratory, Cons Band Instrument Factory, Selmer's Band Instrument Factory, Shalm Trailers, uh, Hotel Elkhart, um, big residential uh, areas, and um, Beecher's Band Instrument Factories, all kinds of trailer factories. All right. Uh-oh, time's up, time's up. <laughs> Nine big yank candy bars for Ross. Well, kids, let's see. Yes, it, Ross wins from Elkhart, Indiana. Eight for Paul, eight for Clifford, uh, five for Alan, eight for George, and nine for Ross. Well, that was a lot of fun. You know, kids, speaking of other cities, uh, our Chicago quiz kids were in Charlotte, North Carolina last week for the March of Dimes broadcast, and we understand the Mecklenburg County chapter cleared approximately $10,000 for the campaign. We feel very, very good about that. Yes, sir. We all had a wonderful time down there. Now then, let's uh, get along with more questions. Questions here. Uh, Betty Lewis of Miami, Florida, has noticed that in several operas, birds play an important part. What does a bird do in the opera Lohengrin? Ross? Well, he comes the, uh, it's a gold, it's a white swan, and in the end it appears and takes the prince away, I believe. Well, and what, what does it do? I mean, uh, it, well, it draws a bolt, and uh, which comes the prince. That's right, Ross, a bolt. Uh-huh. That's in the opera uh, Lohengrin. Well, what part does the cock play in the golden cockerel? 
Ross? Well, the um, king is in a lot of trouble over his uh, affairs of state. The astrologer gives him a golden cockle, which can uh, tell the future, and the king goes to sleep, and the cockle tells him there's, gonna, there's trouble, so he sends his sons out to war, and his sons get killed, and he goes out to the battlefield, and the uh, queen of Sheba, I believe it is, comes out, she's real beautiful, and they get, uh, he wants, they get married, and then as they come into the city in the uh, procession, the astrologer claims that he should have the uh, princess as a reward for giving the king the golden uh, cockle, and then... Um, yeah, the king kills the astrologer, and the cockle kills the king, and the lights go out, and the uh, queen disappears, and the <laughs> lights come on, and on comes the astrologer, and he says that he and the queen were the only people in the kingdom. Well, fire, it's wonderful, Ross. That's very, very good, Ross. I'm very proud of you, and uh, that uh, gives me an answer that I can mark absolutely right. And as usual, we're sending Betty Lewis of Miami, Florida, a fine Zenith Transoceanic Shortwave Radio for sending in that question. You know, that's always Alka-Seltzer's reward when your question is answered correctly, friends. If it's a miss, Alka-Seltzer sends you a big Zenith Radio phonograph combination with the new Cobra Tone Arm and two FM bands. So why not try your hand at winning one of these fine Zeniths? Send your questions to Quiz Kids, Chicago. Now, uh, kids, uh, this question from Harry Allen of Detroit, Michigan, is about people who came out victorious in hard-fought struggles. See if you can identify them. First, what winner said his last victory would be the last, but right now he's getting ready for another fight? Paul? Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis is absolutely right, uh-huh. Now, the next one had to win his fight or else be evicted from his present dwelling. He was so confident he would win that he started building a new porch on his house before the fight began. Ross? That'd be President Truman. President Truman, that's right, huh? Now, this last was so surprised when he was announced winner that he fell over backwards and rolled off the platform. Who was that? Alan? Me. That was you. You better one. <laughs> yes, sir. It was little Alan Kitts in the winner from Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Well, we certainly have some good questions this afternoon, and we're moving right along. We'll take up this next question in just a minute. Meantime, Bob Murphy. Thanks, Joe. And a minute is all our time I'll need to tell the folks about Alka-Seltzer's speedy relief for cold discomfort. It's ABC Cold Comfort Treatment, friends, and if you're caught with a cold, you'll want to try it right away. Here it is. Listen. A, Alka-Seltzer. Take it at once to help relieve that feverish, ache-all-over feeling. B, be wise. Beware of drafts. Be sure you dress sensibly. Be careful of your diet. And try to get more rest than usual. And C, comfort that sore throat caused by your cold by gargling with Alka-Seltzer. Just make a soothing gargle using two tablets of Alka-Seltzer in a quarter glass of warm water and see how quickly it eases that raspy feeling. There it is, Alka-Seltzer's ABC Cold Comfort Treatment. Easy to follow and very effective. So here's some good advice. When you begin to sniffle and sneeze, start Alka-Seltzer's ABCs. Get Alka-Seltzer at any drugstore. All right, kids, here we go with more questions. Bill Kreger of Kingsport, Tennessee, says this question is as simple as ABC. All you have to do is name the members of a very famous radio, movie, and comic strip family whose first names begin with the letters A, B, C, and D. All right, who wants to start this? A very famous radio, movie, and comic strip family whose first names begin with the letters A, B, C, and D. George? Well, let's, um, let's see, I know it's the Dinewood family, and 
Um, okay. A is well. A A for whom? Well, uh, let me go on. All right. B go is on. for uh. For who? Blondie. Blondie. C yeah. is for Cookie, and D is for Dagwood, and A is for Alexander. That's right. And the last name of the family is what? That uh, Bumstead. Bumstead, right? <laughs> You know, there's a, there's a dog in uh, the family there, too. What's the name it's of the dog, Daisy. George? Daisy. Huh? Daisy. Daisy, that's right. Uh-huh. Ruth Ann Williams of Detroit wants to try you quiz kids out on a spelling test. Now, look out for these words. They're short, but they're tricky. The first word is nuisance. Alan. Nuisance. N E U. Oh, that's incorrect. Cliff? N U S A N C E. No, I'm sorry, that's wrong, George. N U I. Wait. S E N C E. No, that's incorrect. You're pretty close there, though, uh, George. Paul. No. Oh, you were waving at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Alan again. N U I N S A N C E. No, you've given us nuisance there, see, and we want. Uh, George. N U I S E N C E. Is that no, what I said the first time? No, I'm sorry. It, I think you'll find it spelled, as a matter of fact, I'm sure you'll find it spelled N-U-I-S-A-N-C-E. Well, see if you can get this next one here. How about the word uh, dynamite? Alan? Dynamite. D-Y-M-A-M-I-T-E. Well, now, wait a minute. Give me that again. D-Y... D-Y what? A... <coughs> no. <coughs> D-Y-M... A. No. No, that's incorrect. George? D-Y-N-A-M-I-T-E, Dynamite. That's right. Very, very good. Uh -huh. Well, of course, we missed on that, see? And that means that Ruth Ann Williams of Detroit uh, will receive one of the big Zenith radio phonograph combinations. That's the way that works out when we miss uh, a question. Now, before we get into this next puzzler... I, I want to congratulate you five youngsters on the way you're handling our questions this afternoon. I think all our listeners will agree that the experience you children have had on your local Quiz Kids programs is quite evident. And I know you folks listening in will be interested to learn that more and more of these local programs are getting underway all of the time over NBC stations throughout the country. You see, these local Quiz Kids programs, just like our big nationwide Quiz Kids program, are weekly broadcasts with competition among children selected from the schools in their own cities in cooperation with school officials and teachers. Each program has its local sponsor, its local chief quizzer, and the NBC stations over which these programs already are being broadcast tell us that their communities and school systems are wholeheartedly in support of this idea and fully appreciate the splendid contribution these local Quiz Kids programs make to education. And, uh, well, at this point, our sponsor, the Miles Laboratories, and all of us connected with the National Quiz Kids program feel just like proud parents. For further details regarding sponsorship of a local Quiz Kids program in your community, contact your NBC station. And now, children, on with our schoolwork. Mrs. Ossie Berry of Ashland, Kentucky, points out that uh, President Truman's inauguration is the first to be reported by television. Now, I wonder if you can identify the presidents <coughs> whose inaugurations were the first to be reported by other means. Whose inauguration might this have represented? I hope you folks listening are getting as much of a thrill from hearing this first broadcast of a presidential inauguration as we are in reporting it. 
And now, here comes the president who was elected by the greatest majority of any in history. His address probably will be brief. He's known for his silence. He's stepping out now. Paul? Calvin Coolidge. <coughs> Calvin Coolidge, that's right. Inaugurated in 1925. Which president's inauguration does this describe? Uh, message is coming through now. Here it is. And it's the first inauguration to be announced by telegraph. I hope we get a report on any further statements the president might have made concerning Texas and Oregon. Paul? Would that be Abraham Lincoln? No, sorry. Ross? James K. Polk? James K. Polk is right. Back in 1845. Now, this question is from Mrs. Margaret Simpson of Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, we can just let this be between us fellas and just, you know, sort of discuss this among ourselves. Valentine's Day is only a few weeks away. I'd like to know if you think it is better to send a comic valentine to your best girl or uh, would you prefer to pick out a pretty one? What would you fellas say, Paul? Well, a comic valentine is usually cheaper, and so if your girl's a good sport, you might as well send that and save yourself a little money. How <laughs> wonderful. That's fine. And uh, Clifford? Well, uh, I think that depends on what kind of a girl she is. Uh, if she's uh, sort of like a comic, <clears throat> if you can... Like a comet? Well, a comic. You know, if uh, she likes practical jokes and everything, oh, that's I right, see. but I see. she's a girl that likes a lot of attention, I believe the other kind would be best. Uh-huh. Well, possibly you have something there, Clifford. And, Alan, what do you think about About the same as Clifford. Well, uh, well, let me ask you this, then, Alan. Do you, do you think that it's all right to sign your name on the valentine? Or just put an anonymous name on there? What do you, what do you think about that? No, put your name on it. You think it's all right to put your name on the valentine, huh? No. Oh, oh don't. Just sort of worry her, uh, make her guess, huh? I see. George? Uh, a comic uh, valentine, I think they'd be more appreciated at this age than a, a sentimental one, unless it was really uh, one of those elaborate things that you buy for a dollar and something like that at some of the stores. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's <coughs> logical. And, uh, Ross, how about you? I think you should send her the, uh, well, the elaborate one. The what? The elaborate one. The elaborate one. Why? Why do you think so? Well, she might get mad if you didn't. Oh, oh, I see. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess you fellas know how to take care of that situation, all right? Now, here's rather a tricky geography question from Arthur Shevenko of Shrewsbury, Massachusetts. Can you give the general location of these rivers and tell what other major river each joins? Where is the Euphrates River? <coughs> And uh, what other river does it join, Ross? Well, it's uh, in Arabia, around there in Mesopotamia, they used to call it, and it joins the uh, Tigris River. You, you said Arabia, didn't you? Well, it's uh, around Iraq, I believe. The Iraq, that's right. And it joins the, what river did you say? Tigris. The, the Tigris, uh-huh. And uh, where is the North Platte River, and into what major river does it flow? George? Well, uh, there's a North Platte River is in North <coughs> Dakota. It's in one of the Dakotas. <coughs> I believe it, it goes into the Missouri, which eventually will go into the Mississippi. Well, uh, now, I think we're just a little off the <coughs> river's course there uh, uh, to some extent. Um, uh, let's see what Ross has to say. He has his hand up. Ross? I, I believe that runs into the uh, Snake River in Oregon. 
Well, uh, no, uh, I'll tell you, uh, I better straighten you out on this. Uh, the North Platte River is in Wyoming oh. and uh, Nebraska and flows into the Missouri River, as you said, George, uh, just uh, right below the city of Omaha. Yeah, because uh, I have a cute little map here showing me how everything's going along, see. Mm -hmm. All right, and uh, for the third part, what main river does the Wabash join? Ross? The Ohio River, and the Ohio River runs into the Mississippi. That's right. Good boy. Yes, sir. Well, we missed the second part on that. That means Arthur Shevenko of uh, Shrewsbury, Massachusetts, uh, wins one of the big Zenith radio phonograph combinations from the makers of Alka-Seltzer because, as I said, we had a miss there. Now, try this question from Mrs. J.L. Cloyd of Washington, D.C. If uh, you were taking the following test, to determine your ability in various lines, what kind of a test would you be taking in each case? First, if you saw this sentence, now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their party. George? Well, that would be in uh, secretarial work. Um, well? And learning how to type. Type, that's right, a typing test. Suppose for this test you were told to use the scissors for 10 yards, then you had to crawl for 10 feet, and finally were told to demonstrate a jackknife. George? That would be diving. I mean, swimming. Swimming and diving. Swimming. That's right. Now, what kind of a test would you take if you were told to toss, beat, roll, and drop? Paul? Canoeing. Paddling. Well, I don't know about Rolling that. Rolling a boat? Mm, no. George? Uh, I believe that would be tumbling or some athletical thing. <laughs> Well, that would um, be, uh, that's a better answer than uh, rowing a boat. Uh-huh. I, I was thinking of uh, wrestling, uh, possibly, or <laughs> cooking test, you know, making uh, uh, cookies. <laughs> well, I think you quiz kids are going to have some fun with this next question from Alka-Seltzer's Question Box, but uh, before we get into it, here's Bob Murphy. Well, thanks, Joe, and I'd, uh, I'd like to tell our listeners that they'll discover a new meaning for the word fast, F-A-S-T, when they try Alka-Seltzer for relief from headache pain. Yes, friends, Alka-Seltzer's fast action is really amazing. And here's the secret of this amazing speed. A glass of Alka-Seltzer contains one of the world's most effective pain relievers, sodium acetyl salicylate. And because this most effective pain reliever is in solution before you drink it, it gives you the speedy relief you want from headache pain. Just try Alka-Seltzer and see for yourself. Yes, that's all we ask you to do. Try it. Alka-Seltzer will do the rest. Remember, when headache causes grief, misery can be brief. Take Alka-Seltzer for relief. Get a package of Alka-Seltzer at any drugstore, and instead of one, buy two. That's the wisest thing to do. For this question from Mrs. D. Sheridan of Denver, Colorado, you kids are to suppose you've had a very bad day at school all the way around. I will describe the situation you are in, and our organist, Howard Peterson, will play a song which tells what you might say in the situation, and we'll see if you can identify the song. First, it's lunchtime, and you spill your milk all over your friend's best brown suit, and here's what you might say. Clifford? Beg your pardon. Beg your pardon. Uh-huh. That's right. And uh, would any of you kids like to sing a little of that for us? How about it? George? If I lose my head, beg your pardon. For I think 
Go ahead, keep it. Beg your pardon? That's it. Oh, that's all. <laughs> all right, thank you, Judge. Well, getting back to the question, you no sooner get over that accident when your teacher calls you up because you have made a low grade on an arithmetic test. She asks you how long you studied for your exam, and you might have answered this. Ross? All through the night. All through the night is right. And uh, can any of you kids sing part of that for us? Alan? Sleep, my child, and peace are dandy all through the night. Guardian angels, God will send thee all through the night. Well, that's That was just dandy, Alan. Thank you very much. Now, kids, here's a Bible identification question from Ralph Brown of Dallas, Texas. Who in the Bible said these words? Judge not that ye be not judged. Who in the Bible said those words? Ross? Jesus? That's right. Jesus said those words. I'm wondering if uh, if any of you boys uh, have a favorite uh, Bible verse. Have do any of you have a favorite Bible verse? Paul? Blessed are the peacemakers. Uh-huh. And, uh, Ross? John 3.16. Well, would you like to let us uh, have some of it? <coughs> For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. All right. And Georgie? 23rd Psalm. Well, just uh, let us have a little of that, will you? Wait. I had it a few minutes ago. Oh. Well... All right, you think about it, uh, Clifford. Well, the 23rd Psalm goes, uh, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. Uh. All right, Clifford. Well, fine. Now, uh, I think we better get on to this next question here. Uh, this question is mainly for fun, quiz kids, and it comes from Jean Hansen of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Since we have an all-boy board today, she thinks it would be interesting to see if you boys can think of some expressions that mention a term used in uh, sewing, darning, or knitting. For example, you might say, uh, he seems to be a nice teacher. You get the idea? Now, what others can you think of? Clifford? Oh, pin the door. Oh, pin the door. Oh, my goodness. How do you like that? Isn't that it? I get the point. Yes, sir. Paul? Uh, she's the pearl of my oyster, and that's pearl one, knit one, pearl, pearl one. Pearl like that's that. right. Yes, I know it very well. And, uh, George? Well, there's a common radio thing, uh, cut, and uh, that would be uh, cut with the scissors. Yes, uh-huh. And let's see, uh, Clifford? Darn that darning needle. Darn that darning needle. Or, uh, uh, the get, get out the pinking shears, or... That's quite a pinging situation. Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, Paul? He kept right on needling me. Yeah, very good. Can we think of any others? And, of course, there's I'm on uh, needles and pins, like uh, you kids have been during the broadcast. (laughs) I don't blame you, of course. Clifford? I'm going to spool. I'm going to spool? That's Uh, where I learned some things. 
Huh? I learned my lessons in spool. In spool? <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Well, I, uh... All right, that's it. We'll accept that one, uh-huh. And can we think of any others? Paul? Boy, what a yarn. Boy, what a yarn. <laughs> very, very good, kid. Uh-oh, uh-oh, there's the bell. And, of course, that old school bell means class is over. We'll talk about scores in just a minute, but first, here's a reminder. There are 56 more days until spring. 56 more days of winter's woes and cold and snows. And say, friends, are you taking extra vitamins every day this winter? Well, how can you be sure you're getting all the essential vitamins you need from the food you eat? Don't take chances. Instead, take one-a-day brand multiple vitamins. Lack of a daily supply of essential vitamins can lead to a vitamin deficiency and keep you from feeling your best and so looking your best. So don't take chances. Instead, take one-a-day brand multiple vitamins. 60 capsules, two-month supply, only $2. Ask your druggist for one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. And now then, children, about grades. We're not scoring you in our usual way this afternoon because this has been a special program. And uh, you all did such a fine job. We're every one of us so proud of you. And the makers of Alka-Seltzer will present each of you with a $100 security bond to help you with your future education. We were indeed happy to have you with us here in our Chicago Quiz Kids classroom today. And we want to wish you, your local sponsor and NBC station, the best of luck on your local Quiz Kids program. We'll be having other Quiz Kids winners from other local Quiz Kids programs appearing on our nationwide broadcast from time to time in the future. And you Quiz Kids today have certainly given the Quiz Kids to come a goal to work for. Now in class next Sunday, we'll have our winners of two weeks ago, Ruthie Duskin, Patrick Conman, and Joel Kupperman, competing with Michael McLean, age 12, and Brenda Liebling, age 4. And here's some good news, folks. Between now and next Sunday, all you folks who live in the Chicago area will be able to see as well as hear the Quiz Kids. That's right. In addition to our regular Sunday afternoon broadcast, we're doing our regular, I mean, our first television show next Tuesday evening over station WNBQ. That's on Channel 5. And we hope to find you seated in your favorite armchair when we bring our schoolroom into your living room. And next Sunday, when we call roll call here in our regular classroom of the air, we hope to mark all you listeners present. And now, this is Joe Kelly dismissing today's Quiz Kids. Goodbye, kids. Bye, Mr. Listen to the Quiz Kids every week and listen to Alka-Seltzer's News of the World every Monday through Friday on most of these NBC stations. This is Bob Murphy speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.